This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com. One place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. And we continue here with Our American Story. Since being released in 1983, Francis Ford Coppola's film adaptation of S.E. Hinton's coming-of-age novel The Outsiders has found continued popularity and has achieved official cult status. And now in what is surely one of the most interesting pop culture intersections, hip-hop artist Danny Boy O'Connor from the rap group House of Pain, best known for their iconic 1992 anthem Jump Around, purchased the Tulsa, Oklahoma home where much of the Outsiders film was shot. Here to tell the story is the man himself. Here's Danny Boy. My story really begins Los Angeles, California, 1983, when I went unknowingly to a movie that I had never heard of, uh, Woodland Hills, California, called The Outsiders with my friend Steve Sikulski, who um, just happened to read the book. I believe I was in seventh grade, and uh, so he was a fan of the book, and he wanted to see the movie. He said, Danny, you want to go see a movie with me? And I thought, sure, Steve Sikorsky, a pretty cool junior high kid that I knew. So I figured, you know, if he likes it, it'll probably be something I like. But I had no idea what we were going to go see. I didn't have any frame of reference. And uh, on that full Saturday afternoon, we went in and saw the movie, and uh, I came out a changed man. And um, people ask me all the time, what was my fascination with The Outsiders? And the movie kind of hit me at a time where... I definitely felt out of place in, uh, you know, the San Fernando Valley in the 80s, 
being a native New Yorker who um, was moved to California at the age of six and kind of always had like a, uh, a strong connection to the East Coast. Uh, so Southern California in the 80s looked a lot different than New York City did. And I don't know, I just always felt, you know, separate and apart from, and I, and I got that from the movie as well. And I grew up, my father went to prison when I was two months old. Um, we moved in with my grandparents. My mother worked nights at the Chase Manhattan Bank. And so I never really had that foundation or that family, you know, uh, support or love. And, you know, I carry, that, I carry that with me, even though, you know, I've had a, a pretty extraordinary life. Um, you know, th that, that foundation from the beginning has always felt unstable. And so when I went to see The Outsiders, the first thing I noticed was that they were a fractured family, a broken family, and that um, despite that, that they stuck together and um, had each other's backs. And I felt at a 13 or 14-year-old's mindset was that if I could just find that kind of friendship out in the, in the world, that maybe I wouldn't feel so bad about my home life and, and, and the way we grew up. And so that was the original hook for me for that movie. That being said, Matt Dillon was the coolest dude on the planet at that time. Um, the cast was incredible, whether it's Patrick Swayze, Ralph Macchio, Tom Cruise, Darren Dalton, C. Thomas Howell, uh, Diane Lane. They were all, you know, this was the first time I was really seeing them. Actually, Leif Garrett was the big star in my mind, uh, looking back, because he was a 70s star. And so really was the only notable name that I knew prior to, to The Outsiders then, Matt Dillon. But that being said, the, you know, the movie was, was, was the coolest thing I'd ever seen, and it, and it stuck with me. I immediately went home and then dug out a, a denim jacket that I may have had from the 70s in New York and uh, kind of uh, adapted that Dallas Winston, Matt Dillon swagger for the next few years. But uh, as fate would have it, I didn't really have much of a game plan coming out of high school. I, I dropped out in ninth grade. I hung out for the next three year, years at high school. Never really went in too much. Uh, got in a little bit of trouble with the law. And during the time where most of my friends were graduating high school and heading off to college or, or embarking on a career, I had no idea what I was going to do. And so I... Uh, Connected, reconnected with a high school friend who had had a record out prior to uh, me and him reconnecting, and um, we started a band called House of Pain. And at the time, in hip hop, there wasn't anything on the landscape like it. We were really, you know, uh, kind of the next wave of 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 hip hop in the early '90s. But at that time, there wasn't any really, there wasn't really any hard white boys, and we were like Irish American tough white kids. And that was our shtick, and that our, our deal was is that, you know, we were the kind of like, you know, boom bap, punch you in your face type of hip hop uh, that was missing, you know, as, as, as the 80s turned into the 90s and, and grunge was a thing, hip hop needed to reinvent. So us and Cypress Hill were kind of like the next face of that in that moment. And so it was very successful with that and sold a few million records and traveled all over the world and made a million bucks. But... Um, you know, I like to say what goes up must come down. And it wasn't only, you know, five years later that I was back 
to where I started even less because, uh, you know, doing music for a living, especially as a creative director and, and an artist more than I am a musician, it kind of left me empty handed when the career was done or the music career was done in that moment. And uh, I really had no other life skills. And I unfortunately turned to drugs to deal with that pain. So I spent the next, you know, five to six years high on methamphetamines and, and drinking around the clock. And it wasn't until about year 2000 that I got sober. I stayed sober for about three and a half years. And, uh, you know, first year was good. Second year, I started getting complacent and, and a little of my attitude started to come back and my expectations started to come back. At around three and, three and a half years, I decided to have a drink and it was pretty much the worst decision I'd ever made. It took me a two, a one week to go back on drugs and took me three years to get make it back to, a, to, a, to the 12-step program. And it wasn't until 2005 that I was able to get uh, draw another sober breath. And in 2005 is when I began to put another group together called La Coca Nostra. And it was on that fateful tour that brought me to Tulsa, Oklahoma. So when we got to Tulsa, Oklahoma, we were stuck here for three days. And when I say stuck, I mean stuck. But day two of the three days that we were here, we began to get extremely bored and so I called down to the concierge desk in the lobby and asked them to um, call us a cab. They laughed. Uh, there was no such thing as cabs. They were able to wrangle us up a guy in a van that took about an hour and a half to get to the hotel and then when he got there we asked him can he take us on a proper tour of Tulsa which he proceeded to say yes and then took us to the Woodland Hills Mall and uh, I can assure you that didn't go over so well with a bunch of 40-year-olds <laughs> going to a, to a, what was at that point pretty, uh, you know, it, the mall was kind of shuttered as well. And so we went there uh, for about an hour, and as we were heading back to downtown Tulsa, it occurred to me, Tulsa, Tulsa, Tulsa. Why does Tulsa sound familiar to me? And it was at that moment I had the epiphany, and I said, excuse me, driver. And he said, yes. I said, was The Outsiders filmed here? And he almost like locked up the brakes. He was like, turned around and he said yes absolutely he says why do you know it I said I not only know it I love it do you know where any of the filming locations are and he said I do know where the drive-in is so we proceeded to drop off the rest of the group I grabbed my road manager and said you're coming with me I grabbed my laptop and at the time even in 2009 there wasn't much on the internet to go on it's not like today 2009, I looked up for locations for The Outsiders and I found a Flickr account or two and I found a site called Tulsa TV Memories which had a few of the locations and the addresses were given up. The address I was most interested in was The Outsiders House which was not given on that website but they did tell us where the drive-in was and it did tell me where the park in the movie was, the uh, Crutchfield neighborhood. And so we went to the drive-in and I couldn't imagine that this thing was going to look anything like it did in the movie but not only was it, uh, it felt like it, it hadn't changed a bit. And my mind just started to, to just melt really because it, it looked exactly like it would have in 1982 when they were filming and exactly like it did, you know, in the 60s when they were trying to describe it. So it was pretty good stuff. Anyway, so yeah, we got that driver to take us around Tulsa. We were able to find the drive-in. We were able to find Crutchfield Park which was the park that Johnny stabs the Socia in and they have the confrontation with the Socias in. And then by finding the bark, I was able to find the house. And by finding the house, this is where the, 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 my life starts to take a different turn. And when we come back, we'll continue with the story of Danny Boy O'Connor, 
from the rap group House of Pain, his journey back into his life, the movie The Outsiders, filmed in this town, Tulsa, in Oklahoma. The rest of this story continues here on Our American Stories. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com. One place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Now I'd like to introduce you to Meaningful Beauty, the famed skincare brand created by iconic supermodel Cindy Crawford. It's her secret to absolutely gorgeous skin. Meaningful Beauty makes powerful and effective skincare simple, and it's loved by millions of women. It's formulated for all ages and all skin tones and types, and it's designed to work as a complete skincare system, leaving your skin feeling soft, smooth, and nourished. I recommend starting with Cindy's Full Regimen, which contains all five of her best-selling products, including the amazing Youth Activating Melon serum. This next generation serum has the power of melon leaf stem cell technology. It's melon leaf stem cells encapsulated for freshness and released onto the skin to support a visible reduction in the appearance of wrinkles. With thousands of glowing five-star reviews, why not give it a try? Subscribe today and you can get the amazing Meaningful Beauty system for just $49.95. That includes our introductory five-piece system, free gifts, free shipping, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. All of that available at MeaningfulBeauty.com. And we continue here with our American stories and the story of Danny Boy O'Connor. And my goodness, what a story it's been so far. No father, a hole he's trying to fill because of that. Sees this movie, sees this character in The Outsiders, played by Matt Dillon, of all people. And the next thing you know, a little bit later, he's in a big hit band, House of Pain, and then drugs, 
And then one day there's a stop in Tulsa, Oklahoma, where The Outsiders was filmed. And the next thing you know, there he is in front of the house where that movie was filmed. Let's pick up where we last left off. At the time, it was for sale for $40,000. I uh, can assure you, you can't buy anything in Los Angeles, California with the word real attached to it for $40,000. I could not believe that this house one would be for sale, two would be $40,000, and three, that that nobody understood its true value as a, an American classic and a, and a, a really a, a sacred uh, hallowed grounds. Um, that being said, I knew that I was in no position to buy a house in Tulsa, Oklahoma, living in Beverly Hills, California, and that I should just kind of take a photo and, 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 and soak it all in while I was here and then and keep it... Uh, keep moving. So that's exactly what I did. I took a photo out front. Uh, We played Kane's Ballroom the next night, and I also found out that there was a hole in the wall that uh, Sid Vicious had punched in uh, 1978 when the Sex Pistols played Kane's Ballroom. And I put both of those photos on Facebook, which was pretty much a new thing as well. And the response I got was incredible. And in particular, everybody was fascinated with the outsiders and that the house was not only one still on earth, but they couldn't believe that it was still on the Warner Brothers lot, which I had to correct a lot of people that it is no, it is not on the Warner Brothers lot in Burbank. It is actually still here in North Tulsa. And I made sure I did not tell anybody that it was for sale because I didn't want anybody else buying it. Never again thinking that I would end up buying it five years later. But that's exactly what happened. So after finding the house, we kind of, I, I realized that there's some, there's, there's, there's some real cool stuff across America. And so it really started here for me, but the, I started to urban explore and I put a group together called the Delta Bravo Urban Exploration Team. And what that is, is, um, it's a page I started on Facebook and I put the outsider's house first and I put a before and after photo, told people the basics, you know, the outsiders, 1982, here's the house that the Curtis brothers lived, here's the address, 731 North St. Louis Avenue, and here's a before and after photo. And I found a lot of uh, support and made a lot of friends through this uh, web page that we started. And um, I found that there was a lot of like-minded people uh, all over the world, but here in particular in the U.S. that were at a certain age where they were like really looking back fondly on on all of the pop culture locations and and, and all of our collective history, which is really pop history. I mean, I was, if if I'm honest, I was raised by a television set and the radio. I mean, this is where I got most of uh, the stuff I was after, you know, as a kid. This is where all my information came from. So in 2009, I used the tour bus as my personal like pop culture location vehicle and I figured if I'm going to be on this tour bus and everybody else is going to be you know doing their thing I'm going to get highly caffeinated walk around every city we go to and I'm going to look for uh, culturally relevant um, undiscovered locations and so that was the birth of the Delta Bravo urban exploration team again it just was like a cool hobby that I could do in my sobriety that really cost me nothing and it was I was also able to kind of like see all the, the, the undiscovered locations that I had always wanted to see, like where Mary Tyler Moore's house was in Minneapolis, where the son of Sam was arrested in Brooklyn, and, and, and stuff like this. Um, and because of the success of that on, on the internet, uh, I, I got so much, you know, um, so many accolades and met so many cool people, we, we started to do it like 
uh, pretty, we took it pretty serious for a while. We were actually getting courted by a lot of companies in Hollywood. They were trying to turn it into a t television show. It never really kind of worked out uh, television-wise, but the group kept growing and growing. So we started to go on group trips. And uh, meanwhile, I was still touring a lot, so I was going back and, and forth across the U.S. And year after year, a minimum of twice a year, but uh, sometimes three or four times a year, I would come back, um, whether on purpose or not, to Tulsa, Oklahoma, and I'd always make a, a mission or pilgrimage to see the Outsider's House and, and mostly some of the other locations as well. And what I started to notice is that year after year, this house was starting to deteriorate and that the neighborhood was starting to fall apart and that the Habitat for Humanity was coming through here and they were clearing out a lot of these, these streets and, and, and these houses, building new houses. Um, I always like to qualify that I am a fan of the Habitat for Humanities and what they do, uh, in particular making low-income houses you know, affordable to people who wouldn't be able to afford those. Um, and that being said, I was worried that nobody recognized this house for really what it was which was an American classic and a, and a cinematic masterpiece, uh, you know, part of, uh, of a bigger, you know, picture. And so at year five is when I got here and, and started to get worried. I started to think, well, what if they tear this house down? And what if nobody recognizes that what, what, what this thing really represents and what it, what it is? And it's on the fifth year when I started to, to ask myself the question, well, why don't you do something about it? And um, really, I have no expertise on any of this stuff. I was, just a, I was just a fan who couldn't imagine the world without the outsider's house. There was really never a plan or a blueprint or any of that. But what I did was meet a couple people here in Tulsa, Oklahoma. They not only saw the vision that I had, that this should be some kind of like, one, it shouldn't, it, it shouldn't ever be torn down. Two, maybe it could be restored and it could be somebody's house and we could put a little display or some homage to the, to the movie that was filmed here in one of the rooms. And the idea just kept getting bigger and bigger. But what, it, what ends up happening is we end up getting the, the contact information for the owner who her husband bought the house uh, five years before I got here. And they basically did a quick fluff and buff in hopes to use it as a rental property. Unfortunately, her husband died he gives it to her in the will, and her and her sister moved to Florida because they were not native to Tulsa, and they've had no reason to stay here once her husband was gone. I guess it was, they were kind of like absentee landlords. I mean, they were, they were trying their best to collect the rent, but the tenants weren't paying. They were eight months behind in their rent. The house was in terrible condition, and so by the time I found her in 2009, she was ready to sell. Uh, we called her. She told us she wouldn't take a penny less than $20,000. My buddy made the call, so he said he wouldn't give her a penny more than $15,000, to which she accepted. And at that point, I thought, man, I, we robbed this lady. I mean, we bought an American treasure for $15,000. I mean, where on earth can you buy a house for $15,000, much less the house from the movie The Outsiders? So yeah, so I buy the house for $15,000. I buy it sight unseen. I had never been in the house. I had peeked in it a few times. I had been on the outside of the outsider's house a few times, but never really knowing the true condition of the house and also never understanding. I, I'm, I, when it comes to you know, remodeling homes or anything that has anything to do with that, I have no idea what I'm doing. So I, this is not something that I would have been like predisposed to do or something that would have been a likely 
thing for me to do. I was just a passionate fan who couldn't imagine if they tore this house down, um, what the world would, would be like without it. And so I ended up giving the tenants little by little over a month to move them out because, uh, again, they were eight months behind in rent and it cost me $4,800 to get them out. When I finally drove here a month later from California to see my new house, I ended up breaking in a back window because they did not leave me keys and I realized that this was the worst mistake I had ever made. And you just heard it from him, the biggest mistake he'd ever made, was it? Well, we're going to find out the rest of the story in a minute, but what a story it's been so far. He was raised on TV and a tour bus, and for $15,000, he thought he just bought a piece of the American dream and certainly an American treasure. What happens next? Danny Boy O'Connor's story continues here on Our American Stories. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have you been thinking about LASIK but not sure if you're a candidate? Just go to LASIK.com slash quiz and take our free candidacy quiz. In just a few minutes, you'll know if LASIK is likely right for you. And if it is, we'll connect you with experienced LASIK doctors in your area. Start your journey towards 2020 vision. Take our free candidacy quiz at LASIK.com slash quiz. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Now I'd like to introduce you to Meaningful Beauty, the famed skincare brand created by iconic supermodel Cindy Crawford. It's her secret to absolutely gorgeous skin. Meaningful Beauty makes powerful and effective skincare simple, and it's loved by millions of women. It's formulated for all ages and all skin tones and types, and it's designed to work as a complete skincare system, leaving your skin feeling soft, smooth, and nourished. I recommend starting with Cindy's Full Regimen, which contains all five of her best-selling products, including the amazing Youth Activating Melody, 
Melon Serum. This next generation serum has the power of Melon Leaf stem cell technology. It's Melon Leaf stem cells encapsulated for freshness and released onto the skin to support a visible reduction in the appearance of wrinkles. With thousands of glowing five-star reviews, why not give it a try? Subscribe today and you can get the amazing Meaningful Beauty system for just $49.95. That includes our introductory five-piece system, free gifts, free shipping, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. All of that available at MeaningfulBeauty.com. And we continue with our American stories and Danny Boy O'Connor's story. He had just laid down 15 grand on a house in Tulsa, Oklahoma, a house with the Outsiders. His favorite film, the film that had more influence on his life than any other. And we all have that film or that book or that song. Let's return to Danny Boy's story in Tulsa. Clearly, the owner knew a lot better than I did the condition of the house. If there was any worry of me underpaying for this house, it was quickly erased when I got in here. I mean, this house was in shambles. The only thing this house needed was a brand new house, and uh, it was in terrible condition. And then the fact was that it it didn't look like it had been cleaned up in the last hundred years. They were hoarding in here, and it was in terrible condition, and I panicked. And at that point, I thought, well... Basically, I just flushed $20,000 of my $28,000 life savings down the drain. I had no work in the foreseeable future for me. We weren't touring at that time. And so my next thought was like, look it, I'm going to ask for help. And uh, I often say, you know, I'm a six foot six alpha male. And it's hard to ask for help when people assume that you should be able to do this type of work. But the truth is, I don't know how to do this type of work. And it was very... It was very humbling, and I, and, and I had to really humble myself to, to, to admit that I didn't know what I was doing, and I was in over my head, and that perhaps if there were a few other Outsiders fans on Earth like me, um, maybe they could help me find a way to turn this into a, to a museum, to help pitch in, whether that was a gift in kind or some cash or whatever. And so we put a GoFundMe together, and we started to raise a little money, and immediately the press got a hold of the story. And if I thought I was one of few Outsiders fans on this planet, it didn't take long for me to figure out that I was uh, clearly wrong on that. I mean, immediately the city council showed up to the house, the mayor of Tulsa showed up at the house, the press came out of the woodworks, and it just kept growing and growing and growing, and before long, you know, here we were on our way to turning this thing into a museum. Now, at first I want to tell you it was going to be a movie museum because I had read the book, but it was only a few years prior that I read the book, but this book, again, it is an American classic. It was written by a 15-year-old girl here in Tulsa, Oklahoma, by the name of Susan Eloise Hinton. The book is 51 years old now. It has never been out of print. At the time when uh, Susie got her publishing deal, they agreed with the publishers that it'd be best if nobody understood that she was a a female, so they called her S.C. Hinton to be ambiguous with that. She was failing out of English when she wrote it and got a D-plus in creative writing, and I think that's incredible because the hope is there, um, you know, for everybody uh, that great things can happen despite maybe a few bad marks in a few few, um, classes. And 
really the book is what brings most people to the house. Uh, people love the movie without a doubt. And that movie, you know, basically launched the Brat Pack, which is all the actors we've mentioned before, you know, Tom Cruise, Patrick Swayze, Matt Dillon, Ralph Macchio, C. Thomas Howell, Diane Lane, directed by Francis Ford Coppola. Uh, the book seems to have way more of a, a draw or is equal, if not bigger, draw than 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 the movie, and that was learning experience for me as well. Because on an average day, people come by this house all the time to um, to stop by, and it's usually you know uh, a 50 year old, a 40 year old, two 17 year olds, and a 12 year old, and it's usually somebody's going to seventh grade and it's required reading. Their older brother and sister read it five years ago when they were in seventh grade. Uh, their parents remember reading it when they got to junior high and they also were there to see the movie or saw it on HBO when they were kids. And it's really the whole family tree that comes to enjoy this whole story from the book to the movie. And now I'm told it's being turned into a, a Broadway musical, which is also incredible. So, so much stuff has, has transpired since that first day of me buying the house. But what ended up happening is that the whole community kind of just puts this thing on their back and runs with it. Um, plumbers came by and helped me plumb, roofers roofed, gardeners gardened, um, tile layers tiled, and contractors contracted, and everybody just started to do what they could do. And it looked like, you know, people would say, hey, listen, on Sunday after my daughter's soccer practice, I can come by and work for two hours for free if you don't mind. And I said, yeah, it would be fantastic. And so really, this is a communal project. You know, I get thanked everywhere I go around town and around Oklahoma for, uh, you know, saving the outsider's house. But I feel disingenuous by accepting that praise. And I always tell them, and I think they think I'm being, you know, humble or being, you know, coy or whatever. But the truth is, is that this, this thing happens because everybody pitched in um, and helped. And it was usually the people with the least to give given the most. Um, that being said, we, we our number one supporter... Um, Cash-wise is the author, S.E. Hinton herself, um, and Jack White also, you know, came by and uh, told me he loved the, what we were doing and, and loved the book, he loves the movie and loves Tulsa, and, and he got us over the hump. We were stuck at $45,000 on our GoFundMe, and we were looking for $75,000, and he said, I want to give you $30,000 from last night's show and get you over the hump, which he did that, and um, it changed everything. I mean, we were kind of, we were... What I thought would take six to eight months to complete took us three years. Um, two months ago, we finally were able to cut the ribbon. In between those last three years, we've done three events to support the house. We're both Ralph Macchio, C. Thomas Howell, Darren Dalton. All of them in the movie had come back one or two to three different times for three different events to support this. Um, and really what I found out is this thing has become like a community center. Um, and had a really good trickle-down effect. I mean, when I got here, the lawn was to my waist uh, and trash all over the place. We cut the lawn, got it down to size. We removed all the debris. We cut down trees that had, you know, fallen in upon themselves. And we basically cleaned this house up so nice that everybody else in the neighborhood started to get the drift, and they started to clean their stuff up. And before long, it, it changed the face of the neighborhood as well. And so if you come here in North Tulsa on the corner of Independent and St. Louis, you'll, you'll definitely... Uh, You'll see what I'm talking about, and it's 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 a sight to behold. There's a lot of uh, there's just so many different layers to this thing. I would have been bored a long time ago if it was just a house from a movie. And as much as I love the film, um, 
and love the book. There's so much more greater at work here. Um, I love Tulsa, Oklahoma. I love uh, that a 15-year-old girl wrote this while she was failing out of English and got a D-plus in creative writing, was really going through a rough patch, and she wrote this masterpiece. And this masterpiece is different than all others because it literally is the book that starts the young adult category. It was the first time that a young adult ever wrote about being a young adult for young adults. And if I'm not mistaken, that is the most successful category of books now on the market. Uh, for me, it's changed my life. I, I spent the first, let's call it, first 45 years of my life trying to build my career and, and, and promote my brand and, and stay relevant in that way. And finally, it was a breath of fresh air to discover that this thing could use a, a, somebody to champion it. And instead of championing you know, the, the fragments of, a, of my shattered career or whatever, you know, uh, in, in music, that I was able to parlay all that experience that I thought was like of no use in the end and kind of pivot out and put it into Susie's legacy and, and in particular saving the outsider's house. And, and by, by taking this on, um, it's opened my world to a whole bunch of other areas. Um, we're looking to do weddings here. We, we bring school children through on the uh, Monday through Friday. So schools will read this at seventh grade. They will go to the Circle Cinema, which was also uh, in a, a historic movie theater here that's 91 years old on the original Route 66. And it was also featured in the movie. They show that movie to those seventh graders. And then the seventh graders come here dressed as greasers and socialists. And they get to experience the the, the, the house, the museum, and I know that they get truly inspired because they don't have a lot of role models to look at and to say, hey, this person is from my school or my city or my town, and they've became successful, and they, they, they're legends, and make no mistake, S.C. Hinton is their, that's their legend, that's their, that their mentor. They look and they go, this, this little girl did this here, and it gives them hope, and so for me, I found a whole new purpose here in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Uh, I live here now full time. I moved from Beverly Hills and I've been here for two years and it only gets better for me. This town has changed uh, tremendously in the last 10 years for the better. Um, there's a ton of cool things here between Route 66 and Kane's Ballroom and the Drillers Baseball Stadium where the Dodgers double A team plays. Uh, there's good food, good people, and, and affordable gas. What more can you want? And you can buy a beautiful home here for $150,000, which, tell me where else you can do that. So, I'm Danny O'Connor. I'm the owner of the Outsiders House, but I am the executive director of the Outsiders House Museum. And, uh, yeah, this is my American story. And what a story. Thanks to Danny Boy O'Connor for telling it. And thanks to Greg Hangler for putting this together. By the way, make sure to go to theoutsidershouse.com to learn more. Take a visit if you're driving across the Midwest. Stop in Tulsa. He took a stop in Tulsa, all right. And he called it his home. Danny Boy O'Connor's story of finding home. This is Our American Stories. Mm-hmm. 
Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.